Welcome to Wake Up Stories for the Soul. My name is Bill Fraze, and I'm the author of this short story from my blog, wakeupcallforthesoul.com. If you would like to ponder this story before getting my perspective on it, please pause the recording when it's finished. This story is called The Thirsty Travelers. Through a strange confluence of circumstances, three strangers found themselves in the middle of a vast desert without food or water. Each one dragged a suitcase with his most prized possessions through the hot sand. Dying of thirst, they happened upon what appeared to be a legendary bar and grill where the most insatiable thirst and hunger could be satisfied. One of them had never believed that such a place existed, despite listening to children's stories about the mythical establishment. Another had heard about the tavern, but had always doubted its existence because it seemed too good to be true. The third traveler was thrilled, having never doubted the children's stories. The believer had actually set out on a lifelong quest to find this very diner that most people considered to be nothing more than a silly fantasy. The non-believers wanted to go inside the building, but the believer would not go in because the stories told of a bouncer who would take patrons for everything they had as a cover charge. The stories also told of the establishment's incredibly strict dress code, although no one knew what it actually was. The believer knew stories that told of a kind stranger who would come along in the nick of time to help faithful souls to get past the bouncer without paying the cover charge. This mysterious stranger also knew the secret of meeting the mysterious dress code. Despite the believer's desperate warning, the other two travelers went into the building. They convinced each other that it had no connection to the ridiculous children's stories. Before their eyes could adjust to the dim lighting, they were confronted by a massive, greasy-haired bouncer who asked for all of their possessions without a smile or greeting. The two men paused in shock, even though they had just been warned by the believer. The bouncer grabbed each man by a shoulder and roughly dragged them to the exit. Before getting to the door, the travelers begged to be allowed inside. The bouncer let go of them and said that they would have to leave and stay outside unless they paid the covered charge immediately. As the traveler who was outside the building had told them, the covered charge was everything they owned. Each of the travelers desired life more than anything else in that moment, so they each gave the bouncer all their possessions. After taking everything, the bouncer allowed them to pass. A knowing smile snuck across his sweaty face. The poor patrons entered the dining room and looked for a drinking fountain or restroom to get some water since they had no money for drinks. The drinking fountains and bathrooms were all out of order. The irony of not being able to find any water in a proverbial watering hole was not lost on them. They actually wondered aloud to one another if they were going to die of thirst inside the air-conditioned establishment. They looked everywhere for other patrons or a server who would help, but there were none to be found. They felt like the only two people in the world dumb enough to get themselves into such a ridiculous predicament. Just at that moment, they saw a beautiful bartender emerge through a mirrored panel behind the bar. They found themselves at the bar like moths drawn to a flame. The two travelers told the bartender their strange story. It was as if they had forgotten their thirst. She listened with great interest. When they were finished, she asked them what they wanted. 
they blinked and paused for a moment, taken aback by the question. They both asked for water. The lovely mixologist gave them tall glasses of the best tasting and most refreshing water they had ever had. They thanked her profusely and apologized for not having any money for a tip. She smiled sweetly. The bartender told them that they could go outside to invite their fellow, fellow traveler to join them inside the building. They asked her if there was any way to have the bouncer go easy on him. She told him that the bouncer would not allow the believer into the bar without taking all of his belongings. There was no way around it. They were also concerned that the bouncer would not allow them to re-enter the bar if they left. She stamped their hands so that the bouncer would allow them back into the building. The travelers walked past the bouncer who was looking through a window at the believer with a look of concern on his face. As soon as they opened the door, they were blinded by the bright light and almost knocked over by the blast of heat. It was hard to breathe in the hot, dry air. The believer turned away as soon as they came into view. The two travelers apologized to the believer for not listening to him. They begged him to join them inside to cool off and get some water to drink. The believer told them that they were insane. The dying traveler was adamant that the mysterious stranger of legend would come along at any moment to help him get past the bouncer, just as the stories promised. The two men pleaded and made every possible argument to try to convince the dehydrated soul to come inside with them, but it was no use. The believer demanded that they leave him alone. The two travelers re-entered the bar and walked past the bouncer, who looked as sad as they felt. The two travelers shared their experience with the bartender. She led them to a large window and pulled back the heavy curtain to reveal the burning desert stretching all the way to the horizon. Her eyes filled with tears. What you see isn't sand. It's all that's left of those who refuse to pay the bouncer. Please pause here if you would like to ponder this story before getting my take on it. This is my commentary that I like to call the secrets of the story. One of the problems with beliefs is that we actually believe them. Belief in our beliefs can blind us to the truth of our circumstances. In the story, the believer is dying, but has convinced himself that he will be rescued before it's too late. Like some people cling to rescue fantasies, hoping that some kind of dramatic intervention will save them from their problems. The help we need is right here and right now. We often don't recognize it because it doesn't match our expectations. The non-believers, we could call them an atheist and an agnostic, were not better people than the believer. They were just able to appreciate their plight and accepted the help that was available regardless of how it was packaged. We tend to base our identity on what others have told us and what we have told ourselves. The spiritual journey involves letting go of those things we have relied upon to shore up our sense of self, our beliefs, possessions, relationships, habits, patterns of thought and feeling, survival strategies, defense mechanisms. 
we're able to receive what we need from the source of life and love to the extent that we are willing to let go of the stories that we tell ourselves. The spiritual journey is all about moving toward life. While unpleasant to contemplate, spiritual death is a real possibility because we are able to persistently refuse the help that is available. My hope is that we will each accept the ever-present help we need to really, really live and in the process release the burdens that were never truly ours to carry in the first place. This has been another wake-up call for the soul story to support your soul's awakening. May our beloved creator bless your soul with an abundant inflowing of divine love. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.